there's no verse that says the the gifts will cease when the Bible comes. Faith is a gift. Mm -hmm. So you're telling me the gifts ceased, but then there's faith. Yep. So do you think the gift of faith ceased? Or wisdom, like the same uh, verse in Corinthians says like that prophecies yes. and tongues and then also wisdom yes. will cease. It says, yeah. It's just like, so wisdom so is we not just, here anymore? We're not wise anymore? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Things You Don't Hear in Church podcast. My name is Ethan. And my name is Derry. And guys, we're everywhere on social media. If you want to see extra content, you can go pretty much anywhere. You can find content. We're on there. TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, shorts, reels, all that kind of stuff. Uh, check us out. we got extra stuff for you if you want to uh, dive deeper into those hard questions. Mm -hmm. And guys, if you guys are into the theology world at all, mm. if you follow Ruslan, if you follow uh, Reformed guys, if you follow Isaiah Saldivar, there has been, I don't know if you would call it a war, mm. a back and forth. It's fun to call it a war, though. A war. There's been a war in the realm of spiritual gifts. Mm. A war in the realm of did the spiritual gifts cease when the apostles died? And that would be like the term called cessationist. Mm. Um, or did they continue, i.e. continuationist? Mm. You know, there's another like, more extreme, which is would be called conservative. Conservative would be like the farthest like group that believes in the gifts. And then there's continuationists, which are pretty in the middle of the road, which mm. I would probably align myself with. Although I say I'm charismatic a lot. I just mean like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I believe in the gifts, right? And then there's cessationists who think it, it stops. And let me give you some backstory, okay? I don't know the origins of how this crazy back and forth went, mm -hmm. but here's what I can gather. There's a documentary came out called Cessationist. Mm. And basically, I'm going to talk about uh, a bunch of reformed different guys. Okay. Um, and they started talking, like, the whole documentary is about why they believe the gifts ceased. Mm. And then they have also a, a cessationist um uh, conference hmm. okay so just so you guys know cessationists usually are reformed meaning calvinists usually and they always knock prosperity preachers hmm. for charging for demanding money for doing all this stuff right and le let me tell you do you know how much they charge for these tickets for the cessationist conference it's no. a conference where you can learn that the gifts stopped hmm. they're charging 299 dollars per ticket wow $250 if you're a student. And, and so the charismatics, the continuationists kind of were like, what? You're going to try to, yeah, it's crazy. you're going to be charging this much money to prove why this doesn't, why the gift ceased when actually there's no biblical backing for it, even though they try to make stuff up. Mm -hmm. and, and so the, the, the charismatics or, and continuationists were kind of pushing back against that. Like you mm -hmm. guys can't be coming for prosperity gospel people when you're charging $300 a ticket. Right. You're doing the same thing. Yeah. Specifically Isaiah Saldivar, really biblical guy does deliverance, practice the gifts. Awesome YouTube channel. He's like, guys, he's like, we're putting on a 20,000 seat conference. Like, to practice the gifts, to be get teachings on the gifts, and and, and you know how much they're charging? Free, free they're, dollars. They're putting free, yeah. They're 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 putting on this huge conference where you can learn about the gifts and practice the gifts and 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 all this stuff, and they're doing it for free. So mm. so that was kind of like they were like, "What are you doing? Like, if you actually yeah. think this is like, now that I don't, th I think it's okay to charge for stuff. I think it's fine to course, charge yeah. for services, you know. But three hundred dollars. That that was kind of the first thing I saw where people were, were getting upset, right? And then. It's been back and forth, different people um, going at it, different people throwing their hats in the ring. And so mm -hmm. we want to talk about, did the gifts cease? And then we're going to look at a tweet from mm. someone 
who believes they cease. His name's Justin Peters. He's mm. an evangelist. Um, I would say Christian, not influencer in the sense of like social media influencer, mm. influencer, but influential uh, speaker and voice in the in the yeah. reformed world. And Ethan's cousin. Yeah, right. Mm. He's just not the son of Peter. He's just Peters. Just Peters. Yeah. <laughs> um, not my cousin. And and we're gonna look at one of his tweets, which got me and Derry incredibly concerned mm. for his viewpoint on the gifts and all this stuff. And mm. and so stick around till later in the podcast when we get to that, because that's gonna be a little bit heavier, almost kind of questioning and do ask, actually asking directly, did he commit the unforgivable sin? Yeah. And it's be fascinating. That's a big deal. Because if he did, you don't want to follow his footsteps. Yeah. You know, so so um Let's just talk about, let's get started with, did the gifts cease? Mm. I mean, I think first responding to, not to undercut that, sorry. Oh, you're fine. But just first responding to everything you said at the beginning. I feel like this war, not war, but like just the controversy back and forth. You wanted to use the word war. Outside of this war, (laughs) the controversy back and forth has been there for a long time, right? And I feel like it was really hot a few years ago. And then it's kind of cooled down. People have been like, yeah, like you have your side, I have my side. We're just kind of going to go like our own separate ways. And not a debate about this anymore. And it seems like, from my perspective, obviously I have a biased perspective, that most people were going away from cessationism, right? And Mm -hmm. going to continuationism. Mm -hmm. It just seems like historically what's been believed and like what the Bible more clearly teaches exegetically, all that kind of stuff. Of course, I'm biased. But it's so interesting that it's like popped up again now, like so heated. Right. Like it's been brewing for some reason. Right. And I don't know why. And it's just like a, a Twitter thing too. So it's really fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, it, yeah. So it's really, really interesting. And I, I don't know why that it's all happening right now. Like people just like lost their marbles all of a sudden. Well, the cessationist documentary came out this year. Yeah. So I think that. Did dropping, you watch any of it? No, I should. Now I, I kind of want to. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. there's so many other points f- between like typically reformed people and non-reformed people that they argue over that are that are way hotter of topics than like cessationism because mm-hmm. most like cessationism is in my opinion, the weakest point they hold to that a lot of people that are reformed hold to. Right. You know what I mean? Cause right. it's, I don't know where you defend it mm-hmm. well in a lot of good places. And honestly, maybe it's just a, a bias, like a heavy bias on my end where I just don't, uh, I'm not as informed on it as I should be, but it seems like the, the only passage people have to go off of is the first Corinthians passage. Right. Uh, when that which is perfect has come. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's first Corinthians that and Hebrews. They talk about Hebrews because in Hebrews it says, um, in the, in our father's days or in the, in the ages past, God spoke through prophets, mm-hmm. but now he's spoken through his son, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, he's spoken through Jesus. So now he's not speaking in prophecies and miracles. And stuff, right. Which is, All we, can, do is we just can go there. Read past. Just read the, the rest Gospels. of the just read the rest of the Bible. Yeah, and you're like, oh whoa, he's still speaking. That's crazy. <laughs> just whoa. ask like any any scholar, also mm. pastor, ninety nine percent of Christians who say when it says that which has perfect has come, these gifts will cease. That's mm-hmm. in Corinthians. That which has perfect has come means the second coming of yeah, Jesus. The kingdom and the second. And coming. so they'll be like, that hasn't happened yet. Yeah. So. So they haven't we just, yet. We just told you. We just crushed the whole argument. Now, to be fair. But listen, but what I was saying mm-hmm. is like, I, I don't know. There must be more. Right. Like, I, I can't. I have to be misrepresenting it. You know what I mean? You're, you're kind of feeling like, why is this such a big deal? Like, why? I just don't know how anyone believes it. Yeah. Well, there is. So there, there's degrees of cessationism, I think. Of course. Yeah. So good to go into. 90, I would say, from the cessationist I know, they believe God can do miracles. 
Of course. They believe God can heal. They mm-hmm. believe God can like cast out demons. However, they don't believe the gifts of like people don't have the gift of prophecy or people don't mm. have the gift of healing or people don't have the gift of tongues. That's mm. always one they, they talk about mm. is tongues. And so although, tongues. yeah, I don't understand why tongues is always attacked. It's funny. Um, but yeah, so they believe God can do these things. They pray that God does heal. Mm-hmm. They just don't believe someone has the gift of healing. Yeah. Right. And so we don't want to say they don't believe that everything has stopped. Um, but they just talk about like, a person can't have a single gift of this, mm-hmm. which we would say, yes, they can. The Bible teaches they can. Right. And something that got brought up in my research for this topic, um, I was listening to Remnant Radio. Great uh, YouTube channel. If you guys aren't already mm-hmm. subscribed, go subscribe to them mm-hmm. and us. And and uh, they, they talk about how the Bible commands to desire the greater gifts and the greater gift is prophecy. Mm. So Paul is telling us, hey, desire the greater gifts. And so these, one of the things they were talking about was like, hey, look, if they're saying the prophecies don't exist and it's not happening and they're teaching it, they're kind of directly at odds with the Bible where the yeah. Bible says desire the greater gifts and they're saying don't desire the gifts. Right. Which is a big deal. A really big deal. So. Yeah. You got to ignore a lot of what Paul taught to do that. Yeah. And the thing is, this is what happens, right? When it comes to First Timothy, and I'm not trying to blast cessationists. I'm trying to. You know, I do believe that they are Christians. I think you can be a Christian and be a cessationist. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I think it's just a wrong belief, but that's okay because many of us believe a lot of wrong things right. and that's the grace of the Lord to lead us out of those wrong things. Of course, things. of course. And so it's okay. Just, I would, I would, I would expect someone who holds cessationists to have an open mind to say, maybe I'm wrong mm-hmm. and be willing to have the scriptures um, change their mind. Because if someone was like, I'm not changing my mind, then I'm like, okay, that's a problem where mm-hmm. you're, you're having pride in your heart. Yeah. You refuse to change. But all that being said, they, they look at like uh, verses like in second Timothy or first Timothy, where it says, I do not permit a woman to teach. Mm-hmm. And they're like, plain reading of text. Don't let her teach. Right. But when it says that, which has perfect has come and it's that gotta means, be the Bible, right? Right. They, they do. That's what they say. It's yeah. the Bible. It's gotta be the, oh, Bible. the Bible or the canon closed. And it's like, Guys, that's not contextually. Like, if you're going to just look at the plain reading of text for everything, right? then you should be like, oh, yeah, the gifts are clearly happening. Right. So it's really interesting. Yeah, it's really fascinating. Um, and, man, I there are so many different levels of cessationism that are fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. I feel like the main argument I hear from cessationists when I actually have conversations with them, uh, one of my professors is a cessationist, uh, people that I know, like, all the time, uh, that just like talk to me about cessationism. It seems like the main thing they bring up is either the Corinthians verse mm-hmm. or they just say, well, do you see miracles and stuff happen all the time? Like we don't see it happening all the time. And it happened clearly like in the church all these times, like back in Pentecost, like it doesn't happen now. So that can't be happening anymore. Yeah. Arguments Literally, from silence aren't really arguments. Dude. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> You're not making an argument, but also I was in, I was in class, um, which I love my professor. He's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out if you're listening. Um, but I was in class and my professor was talking about cessationism and he goes, you know, like we don't see these things a lot anymore. He's like, he's like reading this passage um, about the the blind man um, that Jesus heals. And he's like, who here has seen like a blind man healed? And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I raised my hand and he's like, okay. And like, like moving on. Moving on. <laughs> I was like, I have like a couple times actually, mm-hmm. like in Thailand and here, like it's, it happens all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Or like demons cast out. Like I 
in the last week, I've had two separate conversations. One with my friend who was like, I was at work and I was talking to this guy, preaching the gospel, mm-hmm. super gentle guy. And all of a sudden he just gets incredibly angry and starts saying he wants mm-hmm. to kill me. Mm-hmm. And then he looks at me wide-eyed and worried and is like, I don't want to kill you, dude. Like, mm-hmm. I, I love you. I don't I don't know what happened. I don't want to kill you. And my friend goes, yeah, that's a demon. You need to get that thing cast out. So he yeah. cast out the demon out of the dude. And the, the guy was like, what was that? And he starts preaching the gospel. Dude gets saved. And then is like on fire for the Lord. Like, this is the greatest thing ever. I knew there was more than life. I knew. Yeah. And so dude had a manifestation at his work, mm-hmm. got it cast out and got saved. Yeah. It happens. Pretty crazy. I talked to this, my, my friend about this last week. Mm-hmm. Just yesterday, I was on the phone with another friend who went out evangelizing to, to the, the colleges around during the parties. And they're like, I feel like God wants to heal someone today. Saw mm-hmm. a dude with crutches. Dude got healed. Mm. Like, these are conversations we have normally with our friends of, like, the Lord working miracles. So when people say, oh, it doesn't happen anymore, I'm like, dude, we've seen it. I wonder if a cessationist would just say, well, that was the Lord wanting to do a miracle, and he called you to, like, be a part of it. He didn't give you the gift of doing that kind of a thing. I would say, was it a gift that, is healing a gift? Biblically? Yes. Yeah. And did that person get healed? Yeah. They got a gift. So then you have a gift? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I I think anyone can, and I do think that. They're not every Christian is going to operate in every gift. Yeah. I don't think it's, I don't think it's the case that everybody speaks in tongues. You, mm-hmm. you know, Paul says that he says, does everyone speak in tongues? Does everyone prophesy? Does right. everyone do this? You know? And so it's clear that different people have different gifts. Mm. Now, maybe that kid does have a gift of healing or maybe he just had the faith to see healing done. Mm. Are you thinking of an argument? No, I was just thinking about the <laughs> classroom that I was in. Then I said that when I raised my hand with a guy got, he said like, <laughs> there's this dude who's just behind me or no, to the left of me. Uh, I won't say his name, but he's a pretty cool guy. But he's uh, he's one of those guys where like, he's j- not just be- – I don't know his situation that well. So if you're listening, I'm sorry. But he's like uh, not just becoming a Christian, but just like becoming aware of like deeper theology, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he went to like kind of a loosey-goosey kind of church. And he's like, oh, I want like more biblical teaching. And so he started going to a Reformed church. Mm. And now he's like pretty hardcore into yeah. it. Yeah. And like loves John MacArthur and stuff. Which, oh, Johnny Mac. Yeah, which is fine. And so he was in behind me, and he always agrees with the, the professor's points, right? Because they're both Calvinist. And the professor goes, Does anyone like, has anyone seen someone like that's blind see? And I like raised my hand because it's like I felt bad raising my hand because I knew he was trying to make a point. And I knew me raising my hand was going to destroy his point. But I just being honest, yeah, like, stand up for truth. Like, yeah, I, I have seen someone like who's blind get healed. And this, the, <laughs> The dude cessationist who's like a reform guy to the left of me goes, yo, that's <laughs> like, awesome. Like, that that's happened. awesome. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. Dang. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. Like, God is still moving. And again, the Bible does not say there's no verse that says the the gifts will cease when the Bible comes or mm. when the canons close. They didn't have a concept of a closed canon. Right. They didn't know. Like, I don't think Paul knew he was writing the Bible. Mm. He's just writing letters to instruct the church on how to live mm-hmm. and happen to be the Holy Spirit behind it. Well, he knew he was writing words from the Lord most of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. Except yeah. when he says my opinion. Right, exactly. That's why I say right. most of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, yeah, okay, so we're kind of all over the place. But basically, we believe the gifts are continuing. Um, we've seen, tell. yeah, we've, we've seen them continue. Uh, we've seen things happen. I, my friends have, I've been at like evangelism down in, in Waikiki, and there's been our friends we hang out with at pizza night, and the guy's like, I hear voices all the time. Mm-hmm. And my staff is like, let's pray, kick the demons out. Yeah. Dude comes back. He's like, the voices haven't been back since you. Like, you've had that. You've seen like mm-hmm. like people who are like seeing demons and you pray for them. They're like, dude, I haven't seen demons in like a week. Yeah. You know, like 
This immediately stuff, stop immediately, seeing demons. Immediately. Yeah. You know? And so this stuff happens. You know, yeah. we, we, this is a, this is like a, it's a reality part of our life. We yeah. see it all the time. And so to say the Bible teaches this is just wrong. And if anyone, most people who believe experientially and seemingly scripturally. Yeah. Right. Exegetically and experientially. Yeah. Get some alliteration in there with the ease. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's alliteration when you have the multiple points at the same yeah, letter. Yeah. doesn't matter. I'm dyslexic. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> now, to be fair, most people who are cessationists are cessationists because it's the culture they're in. Uh-huh. And they're doing their best to follow Jesus and they trust the people who are teaching them and the mm-hmm. people who are teaching them believe this. And so not knocking anyone who's like good-willed wanting to seek the Lord. Mm-hmm. However, I would say if anyone is like, is a cessationist and you get confronted with the reality or possibility that gifts exist and they don't challenge it or they don't think, okay, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe let me look into it. I would be highly concerned because I I think that you're, you're making it, you're, you're almost limiting the amount of the depth of knowledge you can have of God. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like if God, if you love God and God is still healing people and wants you to heal people through him, or he wants to heal people through you, I mean, then you're kind of limiting how much the Holy Spirit can use you in the most accurate sense. And as Christians, we should love the Lord so much that it's like, mm-hmm. I'll do whatever. I'll get it as uncomfortable as it, as it takes yep. to follow you. Yep. You know what I mean? And so also it's biblical. The Bible says test every spirit. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, there's crazy people out there who oh, take yeah. it way too far. Right. We're not talking about people hitting people with coats. And cessationists usually focus on those people. Yeah. Right? They always go for the most cringe, bro. Yeah. It's like the Benny Hens like using the force to like push right. people back. <laughs> you want it? Oh, God. Yeah. Right. There's like those videos on YouTube. It's oh, like they're awesome. We don't. Obviously, we're kind of like, yeah, that's a bit crazy. Yeah. But, but also uh, the Lord could do that if he wanted to. Yeah, he could. Yeah. And also like the uh, just because someone has a fringe view of something doesn't mean the view itself is bad mm. like you know politically there's people who are think like socialism to the nth degree and mm-hmm. it's like maybe that's not the best way mm. but c- could we use a little bit more socialized systems you know may- definitely not maybe it'd be nicer to not have the government so well i guess the government would be in colleges but you know you have there's 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 different arguments where it's yeah. like maybe in a perfect world that would be nice mm-hmm. you know so so there's fringe beliefs in everything and to yeah. attack the most crazy view and then say the whole thing and lump us in with people like Benny Hinn right. is just, it's kind of disrespectful, but also it's just a straw man. Yeah. Straw man as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we believe the gifts have not ceased, have not ceased. We've also done full episodes on the gifts, right? Yeah. And we yeah. don't have like Bible verses to go into, but if you guys want, we can exegete the scriptures Again, for yeah. you. Because we've done it before in other podcasts, yeah. but like the Bible says, to desire the gifts, mm-hmm. and it has a list of gifts. And here's the thing, a couple like, times there's a list of gifts. Faith is a gift. Mm-hmm. So you're telling me the gifts ceased, but then there's faith. Yep. So do you think the gift of faith ceased? Or wisdom, like the same uh, verse in Corinthians says, like that prophecies yes. and tongues, and then also wisdom yes. will cease. It says, yeah. So it's like so wisdom so is we not just, here anymore. Are we not wise anymore. Yeah, it's. Yeah, so we got to go after the gifts. Obviously, find trusted churches, trusted mm-hmm. people. You don't want anyone who's got wacky theology teaching you these things. Yeah, you know, you want someone who's biblically sound. Again, Remnant Radio Radio is a great mm-hmm. resource for that. But let's move into because mm. we're about maybe halfway, halfway yeah. done, maybe two fifths into the episode. Yeah, um, I want to move into Justin Peters. Okay, 
tweet because we've been going off for a little bit. And I, I, we'll put it on the screen and we'll read it for you guys. So, again, just so you guys know, Justin Peters is a reformed Calvinist cessationist guy. Really influential speaker. I, I don't know if he's a pastor per se, but I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I'm not sure. Online presence. A lot of people look up to him. He says, quote, Deliverance Ministries, end quote, are making a roaring comeback, but all of them are fraudulent. All of them. And then I don't have it pictured, but he has the pictured tags of like a bunch of these these, uh, Deliverance Ministries. And these guys are all on YouTube, like Vlad. That was hopefully I didn't get picked up on the mic. (laughs) Um, Mike Signorelli, Daniel Adams, Catherine Kick. I don't know all these. Isaiah Saldivar, I I watch his stuff. Greg Locke, Alexander Pagani. I, I, I Wait, know. Greg Locke is a. I don't know. Greg Locke. Do you know Greg Locke? I thought he was like a KGV onlyist, like crazy dude. Oh, I don't know. I don't Google, know Greg Locke. I'm Googling that. But I know Alex. I know about Alex Pagani. I know about Vlad. I know about Mike. And I'd watch Isaiah Saldivar stuff. And then he says, Want deliverance? Here's a much better and infinitely more effective option. And he quotes Colossians 1 13. He has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred, transferred us to the kingdom of of his beloved son. He says, there's your deliverance. Okay. First off, yes, we believe that it's deliverance is, it starts with being delivered out of the domain of darkness and transferred to the kingdom of his beloved son. Mm -hmm. That's what deliverance is. Of course. Like no. So to say like you want deliverance, here's this Bible verse. Right. As if like that kind of assumes that people who believe in deliverance or practice deliverance, Mm -hmm don't think that this that the bible is a valid option yeah everyone everyone would say that mm-hmm. right but here's the problem and here's where i'm questioning now i'm not absolutely saying this mm-hmm. okay i would not absolutely say this because it's for the lord only but we're gonna talk about but it. as a as a just like wanting to tread carefully carefully and test every spirit asking the question is this in line mm. with the unforgivable sin mm-hmm. and i know that's a, a very heavy weighty thing to say right right it's the only time i've ever brought it up in the context of that passage on the show i think right yeah right and here's why okay deliverance ministries are making a roaring comeback mm-hmm. and then he says all of them are fraudulent mm-hmm. all of them yep so he's saying every single deliverance ministry is fraudulent mm-hmm Fraudulent implies knowingly scamming people. Yeah. Okay. Yep. If you guys or deceiving or deceiving, knowingly intentionally deceiving people. Mm -hmm. Okay. Do you want to? I can go off. I could rant a while. Do you want to say anything about that? No, go for it. Yeah. Like, if you guys don't understand how serious that is Mm -hmm. as we're reading it, let me break it down for you. Okay. The Bible says that all. Sins will be forgiven except the sin against the blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. We did an episode on that. Go check it out. Okay, so in context, the unforgivable sin is the Pharisees are seeing Jesus do Mm -hmm. miracles and preaching the gospel and getting people saved and setting them free and forgiving sins. Mm -hmm. And they say he does the work by the work of demons. Mm -hmm. And so essentially Jesus is saying, look, all sins will be forgiven except blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. What's blasphemy of the Holy Spirit? Seeing the work of the Lord and calling it demonic. Mm-hmm. Pretty yeah. straightforward. Yeah. Yeah. You see God moving and setting people free and you call it demonic. Now, mm-hmm. obviously, he's not saying deliverance ministry is demonic, but he's saying it's fraudulent. He's saying it's not yeah. real. It's fake. 
Mm-hmm. And here's something that I think about. The caveat is maybe Justin Peters is genuinely unconvinced that it's the Lord. Okay, so I say that because mm. the Pharisees knew Jesus was working by the power of God. Mm. So Pharisees knew Jesus was working by the power of God and still called it demonic. And the reason they're un- it's unforgivable is because they're already not saved. They're not in forgiveness. Mm-hmm. They're not accepting of forgiveness, right? And so with that being said, if Justin Peters, uh, Peters doesn't know that this is the work of the Lord, mm-hmm. if he's genuinely unaware, then I think it's permissible for him to be mistaken. Okay. But it's a very big deal to say it and, yeah. and, and to call it out. Just like, I, I wonder, like, I'm like, dude, did you? Have you thought about the ramifications of what you're saying? Mm. Like, I'm almost like, where's the fear of God yeah. in your tweet yeah. to call a, a huge amount of Christians mm-hmm. fraudulent or believing in frauds? Mm-hmm. And listen, like the people that he called out on Twitter, like the pictures that he, he put, like for Greg Locke, for, for example, I think Greg Locke is probably saved. Maybe I haven't watched a ton of his content. The things he says are silly. Mm. You know what I mean? Like... The, he's pretty crazy. Hmm. I don't know if you guys have seen the clips of this, but there's a clip going around maybe last year of a conference that he was also at where people were like, you're not a man if you don't have a beard kind of a thing. Like you're That's him? You're a sinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, the well, bald that's not guy? him, but that's like the organization kind of Wait, the bald guy who said... who said He's a part of that like branch. No. Right? And so, But he also says tons of stuff like that, like King James onlyest kind of guys. He kicks people out of his church for like coming up and trying to like prove him wrong on anything like he just has some crazy extreme views i know um uh white uh todd white no not todd white uh reformed well, i can't remember his name right oh now. james white james white has an interview with him and he's like trying to get him to see sense and he just mm. can't wow his ministry and a lot of the the ministry around those kinds of people are a little sketchy right but I would never say that like the miracles that they claim to perform and stuff, like I have to see them to like say whether they are or not like from the Lord. Right. Cause we know them by their fruit, but like it could be the Lord working through him, even though he's a wacky guy. Mm-hmm. Right. Or he could also be a sham too, but I don't know. But like to say that no matter what, a hundred percent, all of these people lumping in a whole bunch of good people with like kind of the more loopy kind of guys, if they're all fake and they're all like deceiving on purpose people, it's a pretty big deal. Yeah. To say that. Right. Yeah. Like you got to have some evidence to back up your claim and not just think they're silly. Yeah. Yeah. And again, here's the thing. Most cessationists will point to the Corinthian scripture that says when that which is perfect has come, the gifts will cease. Mm-hmm. They'll say Hebrews one says that Jesus is speaking to us now or God's speaking to us through Jesus now, not prophecies. So they ceased, which that's not what. Okay. Here's the thing. Jesus can also give people words of knowledge and prophecies. Mm-hmm. So it's still it's still credited to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And are you, would that mean, okay, only Jesus is speaking, so the Holy Spirit's not speaking? Because mm-hmm. Jesus said the Holy Spirit's going to speak. Yeah. Okay, so you got to be consistent. And also, again, the argument from silence. It's like, maybe you're not seeing these miracles right. because you're not going after them, but we are. Yeah. And again, yeah, just to call people frauds. Imagine if someone said every Calvinist is a fraud mm. and they're deceiving you because yeah. tulip is a false doctrine. Yep. It's crazy. Like you're going to, you're just othering a large amount. Mm-hmm. You could argue maybe 50% of Christians in mm. America. I know there's like Eastern Orthodox and all that stuff, but like right. a large amount of the family, you're just othering because there's a theological disagreement. 
Hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. the cessationists are like the gift stopped. We're like, no, they didn't. And then they they call those guys fraudulent because they right. practice deliverance. Right. And also, you got to hear the testimonies of these people's lives. You ever talk to someone who's got a demon cast out of them and they're following Jesus? Pretty crazy. They're like, I didn't have any control of it. There wasn't fake. I wasn't. They're like, I had no desire to follow Jesus. And then I got the demon cast out of me, and I was like, never experienced that before. Yep. What power is this? I'm gonna follow it. Yep. It's crazy. Like this is all pointing to the glory of God, and and, and I, it's just wildly unacceptable to call it fraudulent because mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. I would say the only caveat is if someone is using it for their own glory, right? Right. And then you'd be like, okay, maybe this person is fraudulent, but still it's very, it's a very dangerous thing yeah. to be messing with like the blasphemy of the Holy Spirit, right? Yeah. Individuals it's, can be frauds. Oh, 100%. But he said all of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, just in general, like the church has always like historically tried, I think, to shy away from in its language, saying that somebody is like, uh, using power of the devil to like perform miracles and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Just because it's so close to what Christ calls unforgivable sin. And like, nobody wants to commit that. Right. You know what I mean? And so we, right. we try to just say, we know this for sure is the work of God. We're not sure about this thing over here. Right. And right. We, can, we can point at someone's teaching and if we point at their teaching and they say, okay, they're teaching this, they're clearly a false teacher mm-hmm. or something. Right. Mm-hmm. But like when you're pointing to miracles and stuff, unless it's like, like there was a, a miracle I saw on Facebook the other day of this lady and like, they're praying over her in Africa and like dumping like water on her arm. That's like mm-hmm. holy water. And her arm like slowly like extends out. It's like all shriveled up and like extends out. Oh yeah. You showed I showed it to you and it's a fake miracle. Like the lady has like a broken arm that healed weirdly and she can like bunch it up. And like, so she slowly like releases it and it makes it look like, right. So she... it's a, it's a fraud. Yeah. It's and fake. like, okay, provable. This lady was arrested because like she is, per- is like doing these miracles for pastors and stuff and getting them tons of money and recognition and notoriety. And so, yeah, like we can call that miracle a fake. Like it's provable. You can like, show the evidence of it cool like it's not just silly right you know what i mean right but what you can't call fake is when i'm in a worship service and i can't move my arm higher than my shoulder mm. and then the pastor says hey god wants to heal people if you're need a healing like raise your hand mm. i raise my hand and i have people praying like random people i don't know random mm. christians just your everyday christian mm. they pray for me and all of a sudden i'm like oh my gosh i can move my shoulder like i could i literally could not do that i was trying to worship and i was like this yeah because i couldn't lift it up Right. And then I get prayed for and I can I have full mobility. Mm. Like that's God healing. That's yeah. not fraud. You know, and, and something that really grieves me is that he's ignoring this really well known, really well loved statement mm. of in essentials unity and non essentials liberty mm. in all things charity. Mm. Where's the where's the liberty, the charity to disagree with your brothers? Right. And say, Hey, they I don't know what they're doing, they're preaching the gospel. I don't really agree with them theologically, but hey more power to them. Yeah. Even Paul was like, look, if people are preaching for vain and ambition. I don't care. He's like, at least the name of Christ is getting out. Yeah. And Paul's wild. Paul's like, awesome. they're like, Hey, they're preaching and charging money and they're like taking advantage of people. But he's like, are they preaching the gospel though? Yeah. He's like, I mean, it's better than nothing. Yeah. <laughs> like stop them. But also <laughs> nice job. Maybe correct them. But also are you preaching the gospel? Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. And the thing about false teaching too, is just because someone teaches something that's false, I don't think that makes them a false teacher. Yeah, of course. Completely different things. It's A false teacher is someone who's intentionally teaching mm-hmm. something wrong to lead you astray. It has like malice behind it. Mm-hmm. Like being wrong doesn't make you a false teacher. Right, right. Like you have to be like a wolf in sheep's clothing. Like yeah. definition of what the Bible calls a false teacher. To fulfill that, you can't just be like a dude who like 
didn't read enough and now he's teaching something he doesn't understand right i was talking about that with the students i was giving lectures on it here in god's voice a couple weeks ago and we were talking about prophecy and i was like look if you guys get a prophecy wrong you know the bible says to kill false prophets but guess what and then the old testament not yeah. new testament it also says also just don't listen to them yeah so maybe just ignore them but also it's like look if you get a prophecy wrong or you try to practice prophecy and mess it up that doesn't make you a false prophet. Mm -hmm. It means your prophecy was wrong. False prophets are people who are like worshiping Baal. Right. Or like, you know, like the, the people who are like, thus says the Lord. Mm -hmm. And and they're assuming like with confidence. But if you're like mm -hmm. humbly like, hey, I feel like God's saying this. Mm -hmm. And then this person's like, no, he's not. And it's like, okay. Yeah. And the clear difference is that we're not talking about the office of prophet like established by Yahweh, like in the Old Testament. We're right. talking about a gift. Like God speaks through people prophetically sometimes, whether that's like, telling them a scripture or telling them something about the future that God wants to let them know about. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like people can do that. And it's like clear in the new Testament that people can do that. And that it's not the same as like the one prophet of Israel. Right. Yeah. Right. And also I would wonder if cessationists believe in witchcraft. Like mm -hmm. I want to ask a cessationist, do you believe that witchcraft is real mm -hmm. and that people can put curses on people and there's generational curses and there can be soul ties. If they say no, I'll be like, congratulations, you're intellectually consistent. Mm -hmm. But if they say, oh yeah, I believe in all that, then I would say, then why would you believe that witchcraft exists and that the devil's working in these crazy signs, but God stopped? Yeah. What are we talking about? Yeah. You know, like God is in the business of setting people free and people who are engaged in, in witchcraft and stuff like that, they do weird things spiritually. Yeah. It's just like, in Egypt, when, when Moses went and said, hey, free my people, and then the, the people turned their sticks into snakes. Mm -hmm. these, are, these are magicians of Egypt. They don't serve Yahweh, and they turned a stick into a snake. Mm -hmm. And then Moses is like, I can do that too, and my stick will eat your sticks. Mm -hmm. So there's like weird stuff happening, yeah, you know, and God matches it and, and takes it over. Mm -hmm. Now, what was really interesting in my research, I found, because people say like, oh, well, Paul... They, they used to take Paul's like sweat rag mm -hmm. and, and, and take it to people and they would get healed. Mm -hmm. Right. And so they're like, well, why doesn't that happen now? Why don't we do this? Why don't we do that? I learned today or yesterday that in that context, people would take gemstones of their gods, like Artemis or whatever, mm -hmm. and take it to people who are sick because they thought if they took an artifact of their God to someone mm -hmm. that they would be healed. So Yahweh is, is creating a polemic against Whoa, those just like in egypt you know yeah just like in egypt is a pol all the all the plagues that hit egypt were direct insults to the egyptian gods right god is they're like oh we're gonna use gemstones of our gods and god's like i will use the dirtiest thing that my people have a sweat rag mm. and i will heal your sick yeah and so it's like god's using like the grossest thing to meet people's needs when the best thing that the pagan gods had couldn't pretty crazy and so it's like and I love that. I love the history and the context of scripture because it makes it so much more powerful. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's it's awesome. And also people who say like, oh, God doesn't heal anymore. Do miracles. Like just travel like outside of America. Right. Nobody believes that. Yeah. Go to any country that has Christianity, but doesn't isn't doesn't have Christianity enough to have arguments mm -hmm. on this stuff. Mm -hmm. Like they're so young in their Christianity in these countries that they're like, we don't have time to argue about Calvinism or this or that. Like, mm -hmm. All I know is I was oppressed by demons last week and God set me free and yep. now I'm not. Yep. It's like so amazing. It's like just go to a, a country where the, the Christianity is just simply practiced and seeing mm. and, and people are being reached. Mm. If you read the book, uh, The Heavenly Man, it's about the beginning of the underground church in China. 
And the dude has hundreds of miracles happen to him, like escaping prison, walking through walls, like surviving off of no food for like tons of time. Like he should be dead, like walking on two broken legs, like over and over and over crazy miracles happening, supernatural stuff. And it's like, dude, how could you like either you think that he's a liar, right? And that none of this has ever happened, which you can believe that, but you would have to believe that if you don't believe the gifts happen, mm -hmm. right? You'd mm -hmm. have to believe that. Yeah. Which is crazy to say. Like yeah. he, he's the reason like God used him uh, to basically start, like him and one other guy, to start like the underground church in China. Like he's responsible for millions of people being saved. Mm -hmm. Like pretty crazy. Right. And there's also like a woman who's in China who worked with like meth heads and heroin addicts and mm -hmm. got them sober. How? By praying in tongues mm -hmm. for them mm -hmm. for like hours or days. And people would be like, I have no withdrawal symptoms. I am a Christian. I don't want to do drugs. I pray in tongues. Pretty crazy. Now, I don't think that's a prescription. Mm. It's a description. You know, some people, I, I know some people are like, oh, if that's the case, then I'm going to go pray in tongues for all these addicts. It's like, well, that's not just because God chose to use it in that manner. Mm. doesn't mean he's going to do it again. But he no, could. He could. Yeah. Now, especially if God says, hey, go do this, then go do it. Absolutely. Yeah. But also it's like if the story of something that happens really cool, it's, doesn't mean that God's going to do it all the time in mm -hmm. that way. Mm -hmm. But definitely, if you can, if you have to get to praying in tongues, pray in tongues. Yeah. And also, again, back to the crazies, there's people who do it wrong. Yep. You know, if your church is having everyone pray in tongues out loud on a Sunday service and there's no interpreter, mm -hmm. it's a wrong application. There's very clear application right. in scripture on how. Especially in church, how to, yeah. how to do praying in tongues. Yeah. yeah. Two or three at the most with an interpreter. Yep. Or by yourself, heavenly language. Or by yourself. Yeah. Anyone know what it says? Because people say, oh, tongues is just tongues is just uh, different languages we can't understand. I'm like, well, then why does the Bible say it's angelic languages that no man understands? Right. Right. Fascinating. It's just both. Yeah. The context is clearly different. Uh, I think uh, in Pentecost and Acts, like the, the context is cl clearly different between when the disciples are doing it to the people. The words are different in Greek. Um, then a couple chapters later when Paul is telling people how to do it. Uh, to the church yeah right yeah and he describes it in different ways like the context is all different what he says it does is different like the edification of who it's edifying the crowd or the individual is different like clearly just different things in all of the wordings mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. so yeah all in all i don't know if justin peters committed the unforgivable sin hopefully not i really pray he didn't i would i want to give grace upon grace upon grace to say hey he's just not aware that this is actually god and so he's just wrong. Mm -hmm. He's wrong in a very damaging way yeah. and needs to come to the truth and repent of being wrong. And that's what we all do. So it's not a weird thing to say, mm -hmm. you know, and move on, you know. But to say an, an entire group of ministers are frauds, mm -hmm. unless it's obvious they're frauds, you know, like Benny Hinn, pretty clear. Although in recent years, he's repented for prosperity gospel, which is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Kenneth Copeland, pretty obviously a fraud, I think. Right. He he or says or at least he, crazy. Yeah, or at least crazy, because he's like, I can't go on these planes because there's too many demons. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, that's as a Christian with the power to deliver people from demons. Wouldn't right. you want to be there? Yeah, it's kind of like where Jesus went. All yeah, the time. it's like you can't be exactly where Jesus was. Right. So you need a private jet. Yeah. You know, pretty that, crazy. That seems pretty straightforward. That he's not following Yahweh that mm -hmm. accurately. Yeah. 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 Anyways, any closing remarks? Um, Don't commit the unforgivable sin if you can. 
Yeah, it's really hard. Go listen to our podcast about it Mm -hmm. because we probably made people scared. Yeah. Did I do it? Yeah. If you are asking, did you do it? You did not do it. Mm -hmm. Yep. The thing, Mm -hmm. I think I said one thing wrong on that podcast too that I've been thinking about recently because I think I said that, that, that the Pharisees knew Jesus was Yahweh and that saying that if you know like the person that is committing the like miracle is from God, but calling them from Satan anyway, that that's what it was. But I don't think that they knew that he was yeah, the Messiah mm. or denying or suppressing mm. like the truth. Yeah. I think that in context though, they had to know it was the power of God. Yeah. I think so. Because Jesus says like, can't like would the devil cast out the devil. Right. Like, a house divided cannot stand true, so he's true, like look true. use some common sense dude like demons aren't going to stop demons from doing demon things mm-hmm. he's like so it's obvious i'm from god he's like also your own prophets do this stuff mm-hmm. he's like i'm doing nothing different than your people yeah and you're coming at me so he's like you know this is about the power of god they probably didn't know he was yahweh but they mm-hmm. knew he was working for yahweh yeah and i think that they probably knew it and were just disgustingly selfish mm-hmm. and like we want the power yeah that yeah, seems probably. to line up with what her- uh pharisees were like I agree. At least most of them. Yeah. Some of them got saved. Fascinating. Mm-hmm. But yeah, all in all, the gifts are still around for today. We've seen it. We could do more episodes on it if you guys want. We can bring up the Bible and go deep dive into the into studies about it. There could be hours and hours of content mm-hmm. based on that stuff. If you want to know which gifts you have, there's so many Facebook quizzes you could take. Do a BuzzFeed quiz. Of what spiritual gift you have. Like, numerous. Don't do online. I can't. I can't stand on my Don't quizzes. pray. Don't ask God what gift you have or what he wants you to work on uh, or what he's like gifted you in naturally or supernaturally. Honestly, Facebook quizzes, that's all you need. Yeah, people are like, I took this quiz online that told me my spiritual gift. I'm like, why don't you just ask God? Yeah. Just examine what you're passionate about. Yeah. Like, I think Derry and I have the gift of teaching because we love teaching and we do it all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, and we love learning about this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll be and like, I didn't at one point and God specifically told me to focus on it because it was going to be a gift. I'm yeah. Like, oh. Yeah, someone cool. came up to me and said, you have preaching in you. And yeah, I, said, I laughed at them. And then I said, well, not now. Let me pray for you. And I was like, yeah, that's fair. Well, not now. I was like, clearly not now. Don't be silly. Here. Yeah. We know your theology. Ethan. <laughs> You're 18 years old. <laughs> so, You're just praying the Lord doesn't come back to soon. That's all I can pray. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Well, guys, be blessed. Ask God what your gifts are. Find them out. Practice them. It's mm-hmm. all for the glory of God and the building up of churches mm-hmm. to be equipped for the work of the gospel. Yep. You know into the unity and maturity of the church, which we hope we can have with, we want to have, I think we could be unified with cessationists. Oh, hundred percent. We just be like, oh, we are, we have friends here. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Just not Peters. Justin Peters is not yet. Not yet. Until next time he comes on the Honestly, show. Honestly, Justin Peters, if you ever see this shout out, bro, like how did you see us? Yeah. That'd be great. If you come did on the show, come on the show. That'd be great. Yep. All right, everybody. Thanks for watching. And we'll see you next week. Shoots. Shoots.